Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. This episode is another special one where we take some superhero teams of our youth, now, whatever. Uh, we don't read comics, we're adults, that's right. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael. John's on the other side. Huh? What do you mean we don't read comics? No, I tried to... Someone asked me if I read a lot at my new job, and for some reason I was hesitant. After all these fucking years, I still feel like a nerd. And they're like, what do you read? And I was like, eh, well, you know, it just, uh, I know it sounds silly, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to make all the excuses I can. I was like, I just want to completely disconnect from reality. So I just read comic books a lot. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm unapologetic about my, my reading. I'm a fucking like... spineless ding dong. That's it. <laughs> well, I also, I will always say comics are dumb. And then that's exactly why I love them. Well, I just don't, I just can't, My I think my eyesight's starting to go too, so it just makes it easier to read comic books, but I've always only read like non-fiction and comics, like real fiction, you gotta get me immediately or I'm fucking out. Yeah, at least if the comic I'll, sucks, yeah. I can look at the pretty pictures. <laughs> I, I admit, it's been a while since I've read a full book in, you know, it's like, uh, God, what was the last, oh, uh, it was a, C. Robert Cargill book, uh, like Sea of Rust or something. Really, like that. I, I listen to his podcast all the time. I I never read his stuff. Oh, it's that that one's amazing. Okay, uh, yeah, I think I I went to a thrift store re, uh, recently and they had a like a sale and I just went through their hardback books. I found a bunch of Stephen King's without the covers, you know, without the. Uh, it's, it's, it's the full book, you know, with an actual cover, but what we call it? Dust Jacket. No Dust Jackets on it, and I picked up a Mickey Splane collection, and I'll read those about mm, 20 years from now. <laughs> anyway, but that's not what this podcast is about, is No, it? it's not. I don't know where we went. Uh, we do this. Uh, so, uh, the superhero team that we chose, this time I was more prepared because the last time I didn't really lay out the rules, I also didn't realize that we could do more than one version of a team. Even though, duh, there's like 80 different Avengers teams over the last decade. So, uh, this time we just chose the X-Men and we chose three different styles of teams. One tactical, one more like presenting... I, I chose like one more of the secret missions that, you know, aren't seen by the public. Uh, one that was more like, you know, who, what team do you want to show, you know, making statements and stuff like that and the whole world gets to know. And then the, uh, the school, the ones that still need training. Not necessarily the school, but I mean, like, you know, very early stages, like Generation X and New Mutants, X-Force, that kind of stuff. Early X-Force. Yeah. Now, I, I do have to wonder, uh, what do you know about the current X-Men? Nothing. I have not read X-Men since Joss Whedon's run, The Astonishing. So, what, 15 years? Oh, man. Uh should I do you want me to just go and spoil what's happened to him? Yeah, you do whatever you want to do. I will not remember. I don't even know who you are right now or what I'm even doing here. That's how bad my memory is right now. So no, go okay. ahead, spoil away. Because I'm never gonna catch up. I'm just not. It's the one team where I was hardcore into it from uh I mean I've read some of the older stuff, like went back and read like Days of Future Past and stuff like that, and like the first uh run of Well actually no, I did read everything that Claremont did. Um I think up until about when did he quit? I want to say after Age Apocalypse, it got a little shaky. Well, he quit. He quit after like the first three issues of X Men, and then uh, came back uh, when God what in the tooth. Yeah, I remember reading a lot when Fabian Nicheza or whatever you say his name yep. is. Yeah, uh, Nicheza. Okay. Yeah, I read a bunch of that. So I read basically from. 86 i want to say up until what was that 97 98 because I, I i do remember reading uh 
uh, what was the one where Havoc went into an alternate reality? Uh, that's Mutant X. Mutant X. Nothing to do with a TV show. Um, and I read a bunch of Exiles, but by that point I was just out of the X-Men. I didn't really, I wasn't really interested. I read a lot of the spinoffs. I've read some of the X-Force, though, over the last 15 years or so. Well, uh, basically, currently, uh, now this is all under uh, Jonathan Hickman's uh, tutelage, so you can love it or hate it sort of things. I I think the setup for it is a lot better than what they've overall done with the line. Yeah. But uh, basically, uh, it turns out that, uh, you, I'm sure you remember Moira Mataggart. Yes. Uh, she's actually a mutant. Oh, and well. not only is she a mutant, she her power is effectively uh, every time she dies, the world resets, and she uh, can basically her life is tied to the world itself. That's crazy. And, and she has lived. I think this is her tenth life. Whoa. The current the current thing is her tenth life, and she's basically been trying to figure out the solution to the the effectively the mutant problem let's just say it let, we'll say it like that the idea that no matter what happens when mutants arrive at some point sentinels happen and the world is wiped out because robots take over and it every shit goes bad okay so she's basically kind of like she's you know been aligned with xavier to an end she's been aligned with magneto to an end she's been aligned with apocalypse to Whoa. an end oh yeah okay mr sinister she's, too yeah yeah she's she's uh gone full-on friends of humanity and basically it's like she's the the way that she kind of figured things would have to work is she had to quote unquote die and kind of with both magneto and xavier kind of run the world mutants line in the world from the shadows so effectively since her death their quote-unquote death from the legacy virus onward has been a huge uh manipulation of everything to kind of get the x-men to at least this point where they are they now have an island nation called krakoa the living island and they are they're basically Krakoa is for all mutants and everyone all heroes villains they're all on this island they have their own laws they basically became their own full-on country okay and so from that point on you've got all these teams and stuff like that like everything kind of disseminates from there and overall I think there's only maybe two or three really solid titles that came out of this because X-Force was really good, but it's really New Mutants and uh, Marauders, which are, like, the strongest things. And Marauders is basically uh, Kitty Pride uh, on a boat. I remember, that wasn't there Marauders around the late 80s? They're, like, robotic, cybernetic. I think it's something else. Could have swore uh, villains. Well, well, that, well there were, they were villains. It was uh, Sinister's team that had, like, Sabretooth and all that. Yeah stuff on them I'm trying to remember yeah um <clears throat> yeah i'm trying to remember there's little bits and pieces like i remember picking up some of the uh where's the younger x-men and they get 
thrust into the future and I read Iceman's solo series, which I thought was really good. Yeah, uh, we, we did that. Yeah, and uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, but all this is afterwards, and it's they they had a point where they had set up an entire huge event at one point that would that should have been the most groundbreaking, like ground earth shattering event for the X Men, and it kind of kind of lands with a wet fart, really. <laughs> well, okay, okay. In, in one of Moira's previous lives, she runs afoul mystique and and destiny and and she's at that point i think trying to cure cure mutants just try to get rid of the x gene altogether and at that point destiny realize it like the way her powers seem to work with moira's is that if destiny becomes aware that moira is a mutant she'll know what's going on and you know, like, well, basically, like all these, all these past lives, she'll remember everything that Moira has done, and basically, kind of like all the war crimes against humankind that she's done. And uh, effectively, once in this current uh, current storyline, since Destiny's dead, and uh, oh, I, I think I forgot to mention, X Men have cured death. They have a way to not only back up everyone's uh, uh, their entire personality and everything memories all that stuff mm-hmm. but they can actually regenerate your body and your mutant powers so death is effectively meaningless Ugh. to the X-Men now yay which Doll. well they did they did find a way to kind of run themselves into a corner with uh, with Cyclops where he very publicly gets killed and now can't be Cyclops anymore Okay. Scott's, yeah, Scott's he's uh, the leader of Krakow or whatever he was. Yeah, he's now Captain Krakow or some bullshit like that. <laughs> and it's it's I I just, I just kind of wanted to stop reading the new X Men line from that, but they but at the same time they've got some interesting ideas there too. But anyway, yeah. anyway. But so one of the things was Mystique wanted her wife back, and they just kind of had her in the resurrection queue. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry. You keep doing stuff for us, and we'll keep moving her forward. But, you know, we got to make sure that uh, uh, Forget-Me-Not gets gets resurrected first. I mean, you know, everyone needs to remember Forget-Me-Not. You know, it basically kind of like keeping, keeping Mystique occupied for and busy while they just don't bring back Destiny. Okay. And so and so you had this, had this setup where basically in, in their past life, there's Destiny knows that at some point in the future, Krakow is going to happen, and if they don't resurrect her, burn the fucking place to the ground. Whoa! And the entire thing was setting up a, because all the comics and stuff have been reusing titles of of events and stuff like that, and they were reusing Inferno. You'd think that if you're going to do Inferno, basically it would be the culmination of this storyline, and effectively. One issue into it, Destiny gets resurrected, and oh boy! By the way, everyone knows. That, well, not everyone. Uh, the the council that runs Krakoa knows where Pythagoras was running things. Oh, and we depowered her. The end. <laughs> and it's like, um, that's not it. cool, bro. And well, it's like kind of like that's it. That that's your entire. Your that's your 
this is the this thing that should really truly be earth shattering in this line and well then they, they continued on with another of site kind of events that then ended up they kind of killed Moira except now she's in a robot body and I don't know uh, X-Men comics dumb <laughs> <laughs> but I love but I still love comics so you know they're convoluted as fuck sometimes but anyway but that that's kind of it so okay but so you want uh how about I go first with my X-Men team okay all right. So we're doing yeah. one team each. Like we're doing one team, then I do one, you do one, I do one. Is that how we're doing it? Sure. Okay. Cool. Yes. So yeah, my team since it's these are going to be the face of mutant kind. Uh, I'm going to have Kate Pride. She's going to be the team leader because you know she's aside from having your phasing abilities, she's a fucking ninja. Uh, she was trained, you know, was trained by Wolverine, and she was also Star Lord. So uh, you know what? Let's have someone who's actually led intergalactic teams. Yeah. Who's the Red Queen of the Hellfire Club. Wow. So basically, she's like everything Scott Summers wishes he was. Uh, we also would have, and I'm kind of pulling some of these characters from alternate worlds, too, because I want Nocturne. Uh, you know, TJ Wagner is the multiversal daughter of Nightcrawler and Scarlet Witch. And while she has a lot of Nightcrawler's physical abilities, she can't teleport but she can possess other people. That's cool. And she can also, uh, has these like little hex bolt things that, uh, are basically like little explosive links to the little world that Nightcrawler, uh, jumps through. So that's, that's pretty freaking handy. I would have Polaris. So you have your Magneto, but as opposed to Magneto, who's probably sure, maybe more powerful. Lorna is a lot more clever with her use of powers. There's actually, one of the issues of X-Men not too long ago, she basically manipulates uh, Laura Kinney's Wolverine after she's knocked unconscious. Uh-huh. Just manipula- manipulates her like a puppet and goes around and fucks people up. With That's her. cool. Uh, you gotta have a powerhouse, and I got Rogue. Because, come on, flight and vulnerable, super strong, take, you know, borrow powers when needed. You know, one, one person wrecking ball. Uh... One character you probably don't know is Trinary. No idea. Uh, she's a technopath. In a way, you know, like, you know, Cypher? Like, uh, how Cypher basically is a mutant who has knows all languages. Right. Trinary basically can speak to electronic. Okay, to that's what I was wondering. And everything. Okay. And, like, cons- like, she was in this series called X-Men Red a few years back. And, like, she basically reprogrammed a Sentinel just off the bat. So just imagine if people wanted to bring back these, you know, bring back the Sentinels, you're going to want to have Trinary on your side. Okay. That's cool. Uh, I'd have Sink, who is on the current team. Yeah, I don't know that Uh, one either. uh, He's from Generation X, and basically his power is that he can duplicate any superpower in his vicinity, and then also immediately master it. Okay. And consider, consider how overpowered some of these characters are, and he could do it better. He is probably the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe. Oh, really? Honor. Huh. Uh, and then finally, I'd have the Stepford Cuckoos, who are the five-in-one uh, group of telepaths who were cloned from uh, Emma Frost. All right, that's weird. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. I would not want to get into their thing because it involves the world and, like, the weapon, effectively the weapon 
plus program and all that shit. And, okay. But basically, on their own, they're pretty powerful telepaths. But as a group, they're basically like almost unstoppable. But that would be my X Men team. Okay, so my first, the kind of the face, the one that you, you know, the big adventures, like I said, doing the, the who the people know who they are, uh, Cyclops. Uh, now, mind you, I like I said, I don't know what's been going on the last so many years, so I'm just kind of old school on my team, so I apologize. Uh, Beast, um, just, I mean, yes, visually he could be horrifying, but he's so jovial and intelligent, and then everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. That's why so many people want him on his team, wants him on their team. Um, Angel, who I think is underrated, and not Archangel. Does he, by the way, does he have his wings back, or is it still the Blades? He does. He just, uh, he has both. I huh. can't remember exactly why he can switch between the two. Yeah, because I remember after Age of Apocalypse, I think that he started to shed the blades and get his old wings back. I don't know. I just really like Angel, and I think he's a horribly underrated character. Um, and then I still call her Shadow Cat. I know it's Kitty Pride, but Shadow Cat. Yeah. Uh, Cannonball and Sunspot together are a great duo, and I think that they would be great to, for the public to see. Um, it doesn't hurt that also Cannonball, or sorry, Sunspot and uh, Angel have lots of money <laughs> to fund oh, this team. Yeah, yeah, that that always helps. And you know, yes, you always got to have uh, you know Sam who was nigh invulnerable when he's blasting. Yeah, but I was just thinking, like, who better to put forward like a marketing team to make the mutants more acceptable to the standard public? <laughs> you know, and just like, oh, these guys could afford that. <laughs> Um, and then uh, this one is I didn't know was a mutant until recently until you told me but I've always been a real big fan of Captain Britain now uh, Captain Avalon um, I thought his run with the MI3 uh, M13? MI3? I can't remember now well, um, well no well no Captain Britain if you're talking about Brian Braddock he is not a mutant he isn't a mutant okay no, no, so no. Current, the current, I, I think, it, I, I was, as I was telling you, it was, uh, it's Betsy Braddock who's Captain Yeah, Braddock. but I thought that he was because he's now Captain Avalon. No, he's, he still has his weird mystical... Ah, fuck it. He's still part of that universe. <laughs> Ever yeah, since no, Excalibur, yeah, he's been yeah, part yeah. of that universe. So he's, he's acceptable. He's like one of the little yeah. loopholes. But I, he's like... I allow your, it. Yeah, I'll he's good it. for the international stuff and, and government and uh, military kind of connections. If Juggernaut could be on an X-Men team, Captain Britain could be on an X-Men team. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, so that's my leadership uh, world global kind of team. Okay. What about your uh, your uh, your generation new mutant, uh, what I refer to as new generation mutants X Academy? Okay. Um, so uh, led by Domino, I needed somebody with experience. Uh, and I'm tired of Cable, and his his whole thing just doesn't seem to be working. I, I never really was interested in the comics anyway, but Domino's awesome. Um, uh, so her team of the young upstarts are Cloak and Dagger. Okay. Uh, Jubilee. I look. I know she's not that powerful, but I just love I just love that character. Uh, Warlock, Blink, right. and Firestar. Okay. All right. She's really a very girl heavy team, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> power sure, power. I, I'll tell you this much. I had noticed with my X-Men team that was pretty much all ladies for... Actually, it is all ladies except for uh, Sync. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking that so many of these teams seem to be male-oriented. And, and uh, really, Claremont put forward the idea that you know it's even balanced or more towards the women. Yeah, well, it's also... 
a lot of times the ladies have the better powers anyway. If you're, yeah. If you're looking out of balance. Okay, what is your uh, newer team? All right. Okay, so my kids, I'm kind of looking at it in the sense of like uh, the new X-Men Academy X run where uh, it's a team kind of overseen. Like, I, I don't give a shit who's, te- who's teaching these kids anything. They're guidance counselors. They're uh, people who kind of like just looking out for them is what I'm a little more looking at. And I have three, three people watching over these kids where I have uh, Kid Omega, Armor, and Squirrel Girl as basically the camp counselors. Okay, that's the only one I knew was Squirrel Girl. Yeah, uh, Quit, uh, Quit and Choir, aka okay, Kid Omega was from the Grant Morrison run, and he's still around. Okay. Basically, he's just, uh, he's a pain in the ass. He's a, like, a le- Omega-level telepath and telekinetic. He's got a psionic shotgun. Think of it like uh, Psylocke's little side blades. Right, so it's, it's focused, yeah. Yeah. And he basically is this kid who was an anarchist who wanted to, like, overthrow things and, ah, I'm, you know, rabble, rabble. I, putting him in, actually making him be in charge of, of younger kids, I think would do him a little bit of good. Uh-huh. Uh, but then also team him up with Armor, uh, who's basically, she's got this ability to create impenetrable psionic armor. Which also gives her like superhuman strength, agility, endurance, all that stuff. Basically, she's kind of like Kitty Pride, where she really quickly became an X Men. Yeah. And she was also one of uh, Logan's many young girl proteges. Yeah. Was there a character in the late '90s that had that power as well, like Cecilia Reyes or something? Uh, she is like, like, uh, okay, like Force Field. She's kind of like, if I oh. remember right, she's okay. kind of like the Invisible visible woman in that regard i might be wrong i everyone's abilities always seem to change okay it's so true she's like a huge red suit of armor around her all right but then i also have squirrel girl there she's the only one i would technically consider a teacher because the other two are there to be like oh we're gonna you know train you how to fight and make tactical decisions and shit squirrel girl is basically there to teach them to not be dicks you know be functional people in this world uh but this team would be uh hope summers who's the mutant messiah where she can uh basically start dormant mutant powers and she, her power is kind of like uh, a mix of rogan sinks where she can kind of like uh borrow people's abilities oh, okay and, super, and supercharge them and effectively she's the deus ex machina x-men character okay uh, I would. I want Oya, uh, who's one of the a newer character, uh, one of the first mutants to come uh, to uh, appear after Hope Summers really physically appeared. So she's named after the failed game system. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, and she can just uh, <laughs> temperature manipulation, where she can create fire with one hand and ice with the other. And basically, she kind of has that uh, Wolfsbane, you know tragic past where she was basically told that she is the she's the spawn of satan and Ew. all that kind of stuff and you know she's an evil monster and people have been kind of getting her out of that mindset and definitely around some of her some of these kids would be good to be around uh i'd have genesis who's the uh, clone child uh a clone of a child version of apocalypse uh who was raised in a simulation that's that was kind of like uh, superman's childhood and he's uh, basically his apocalypse. Okay. 
but younger and much, much better. Uh, I have Gentle, who is this Wakandan mutant who can increase his muscle mass to extreme levels, uh, so much so that it's possible for him to go toe-to-toe with the Hulk. Wow. Yeah, the problem is it's like it really hurts him when he does this, so, you know, it's like he kind of has these mental blocks that can prevent him from truly using his powers to the fullest. Uh, Enol basically is this uh, lizard person. You know, he's got scaly skin. He can walk on rolls. He's got adaptive camouflage and regenerates limbs. And he's actually, like, uh, a fun person. So let's, you know, not entirely have an entire team filled with... uh, Moby Dope. Yeah, angst and shit. Uh, Surge from uh, the new X-Men run, who can absorb electricity and channel it into, like, lightning blasts or super speed. Uh, basically, with Hope on the team, they might you might be able to get her a way to actually learn how to use her powers, and so she just needs gloves that keep her from, like, burning herself out. And finally, Honey Badger, because I'm not calling her Scout, <laughs> is... Uh, Gabby Kinney, the uh, clone of X twenty three of Laura Kinney. Okay. Uh, uh, she's got she has regeneration. She's got a single claw on both of her hands, and she can't feel any pain. And she's also like the most happy go lucky, upbeat person who definitely would work with Enol to be the biggest pranksters of an entire team and have fun. Basically, kind of like. Uh, was it Strong Guy and Multiple Man from... Uh, from yeah, X-Force. X-Factor. Yeah, X-Factor run, yeah. Guido! Yep. You gotta have some fun people. Yeah. So, now you're X-Force team. Okay, so more of the tactical. Uh, going with Storm as a leader. Um, honestly, there are times when she's a much better leader than Cyclops. <laughs> and But I had to have three different teams. Originally, I only had one team, and this is the team that I went with. Um, Iceman. One of the most powerful mutants on the planet. Because he can literally just stop the blood flow in your body if he wanted to. He, he can freeze the ice in your spine, and, and no more blood goes to your brain and you're dead. Um, I also think just the way he, uh, the way he can manipulate, like, stuff and, and create... Uh, I just, uh, he was always my favorite character because of uh, uh, the cartoon when I was a kid. Um, and I, I love the fact that his solo series was so good. Sadly, it didn't sell very well, so it didn't last very long. Um, yeah. Rogue. Uh, and I don't think she's underrated, and I just think she's just a true powerhouse. Not only because of the powers that she already has, you know, that she, what, originally took from Captain Marvel? Uh, from, from, well, uh, from Miss Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Right, Miss Marvel. Yeah. And, and a little bit of Wonder Man. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, she can just take powers from whoever she wants. And I thought that was a really great uh, person to have on the team. Sorry, I got distracted by something in the window. <laughs> uh, Pure Force, we have Colossus. Um, Havoc I think is a good runner up in case Storm gets taken out as a leader and I think he's incredibly powerful uh, not so much for the silent missions though <laughs> uh, I actually haven't really understood his power because what I saw in uh, first class and the power that you see in the comics for some reason in my head I thought that was more sonic blast and I'm not sure I understand exactly what it is now microwave blast something like that it's it's energy of some kind. Okay. Um, boy, they threw his character away in that first movie, too. And how is it his brother is so much younger? <laughs> um, 
Nightcrawler, uh, especially for the fact that he just can teleport in and out of places, you know, uh, without anybody expecting it. Plus, his, his sword fighting and agility is just incredible. Um, and I was torn on this one. I'm, I'm literally ready to say a name, but I'm going to say another name. It's not a popular name anymore, but uh, Mero. Okay. I was going to go with Longshot, but I pulled out Longshot because I feel like Nightcrawler kind of covers his bases. And Havoc covers the you know the projectiles. I want to go with Marrow. She's just brute savage force that can be unleashed and just tear somebody up. Is she still around? Is she dead? Uh, she, yeah, she's back. She's alive. Again. Okay. Uh, God, I want to say, yeah, she's in. She's done some stuff in the New Mutants. No, sorry. No, recent thing was Secret X Men, where at one point she's out in space and she decides to uh, use her bone stuff to make. A sp- to make a spacesuit. Yeah. Apparently it works. I always thought it was bullshit in that one X-Men movie where instead of Mero, they just had some dude with the same powers. He just threw them at people. <laughs> Remember he could get him from his wrist? He like made bone-throwing kind of fragments? Yeah, they. it was a weird choice to do. Yeah. What movie was that? Was that... Was that, uh, that was uh, X-Men 3. Last Stand. Yeah, I don't hate yeah. that one, but that is a mess. Okay, your turn. All right, my final one. It okay. My X Force is definitely a lot more Black Ops. Effectively, I I'm looking at this like it would definitely be a max title. It would be violent and bloody, and these are the sort of people who would truly do the things that need to be done and not uh, necessarily lose any sleep over it. Yeah, not let anybody uh, know about it either. Yeah. So uh, now this. I kind of, it, this also in the same way, kind of like with my Justice League, where I had their Black Ops team. I have a overall organizer, and in this case, is Sage, because basically she has a superhuman uh, computer brain. Okay. So she can basically she's Oracle with with uh, better multitasking powers and and more. But that in the in the room. For this simple thing, that's basically what she's there for, is to run, literally run everything and figure out every single possible thing that could, would they need to know. Uh, you would have Logan Wolverine. You know, he's definitely going to... You definitely want to have him on, on any kind of Black Ops thing, tracking, hunting, everything. Uh, Blink, and I want the Age of Apocalypse Exiles version of her. Yeah. Who's a lot more combat-oriented... Experienced, and while I know her main Marvel Universe version died, like after two issues, I know she got resurrected, and I believe she's alive again. I mean, even before Krakoa stuff, I think she was alive again. But I don't want that that version of her. Uh, Phantom X. Now that's a character I know I mentioned to you. Yeah, I barely ago. know who that is. I feel like I've seen him in a little bit here and there. <laughs> Yeah, basically, he's a spy. He can create highly realistic illusions that he uses, like, misdirection. Okay. He has, like, kind of like a computerized brain as well where he can, you know... I think it's like he has effectively three brains, effectively. And his uh, nervous system is external and is a uh, sentient spaceship called Eva. And, yes, those are words that came out of my mouth. Yeah, I was... What? 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 Okay, I'd also have Mystique on this team. I think that's about all I need to say from there. Right. Uh, Pete Wisdom. You have a fucking British spy 
He can create uh, knives of this hot energy from his fingertips. They can also shoot out at people. And he's also a surly prick. <laughs> and I would really like to have a surly prick on a team with Mystique, Phantom X, and this next person, Domino. Okay. Because, of course, mercenary with luck powers. You know, why else would you, where else would you put this person? Granted, you said in, in charge of children, and hey, she was in charge of children for a while, but. Now, my last one is a very deep cut. Uh, character called Prudence. Uh, not very well known. But yeah, exactly. I have no idea. She's uh, from this Mystique series that was in 2004, and she can side jump into other women. Oh, but she and can't front jump or back jump. <laughs> it's yep. just a jump to the left. <laughs> just a side. Yep. Uh, she, you know, her unconscious enters them, and she can control them. So kind of like Jericho with Teen Titans. Yeah, she was basically working as a spy, uh, working as a spy for Xavier in that series. Okay. So. I kind of think, you know what? That would be a very useful power as well. Is again, possession works really well. Do you know how happy I am that neither one of us said maggot? <laughs> what a fucking useless. Oh no no no! See, if I really wanted to do it, I should have had Adam X the Extreme. I don't. I don't know who that is. Oh, he is the most ninety of nineties type characters. Pouches. Uh, Pouches, <laughs> backwards cap, goatee. Uh, <laughs> he could make your. He could cut you and make your blood burn. And for a long time, he was supposed to be the third Summers brother. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember his character at all. Oh, he is. He is fucking terrible. But. Uh, no, he's just fucking terrible. Okay, there you go. No redemption. <laughs> All right, so that is our list. What have we decided to do for the next superhero one? We're going to go back to DC. We're going to jump over into Image. Make I make like an ultimate team out of all those characters, or I think we maybe maybe do something like a Teen Titans and I don't know New War. Make do one of uh, Mar. Well, actually, no. We should probably do a couple of a full uh, DC thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, we can do a mixture of Titans and Outsiders or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But definitely I want to do the Titans next, and we'll just team them with someone else. GSA, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll Alrighty. Alright, so that's the end of this episode. Where can we check you out, John? Besides in the bathroom window. <laughs> Oops. Now I'm now I'm a little paranoid. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm on I'm on Twitter. Musician M Y U Z I S H I O N. All right, and hit rewind at all the social medias and podcast hosts. Share, subscribe, and uh, uh, comment. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that we haven't covered yet on the comic book discussion that you want us to, and Tell that. Us. What? Give us give us some of your X Men recommendations. Yeah, no kidding. I wanna I'm gonna get Jacob to come on and maybe do a, a whole episode where he discusses his teams too. Like, not as intricate as the way we did it with three, but like one of each. Um, so that is it. Everybody have a good night. See ya.